Hey guys, welcome to Let's Talk About Sex, the podcast. And today we have Beth Ashley, a sex columnist who has been on the podcast before. I love chatting to Beth and she's here to talk to us about wanking in lockdown. Yes, I know more lockdown content. I know I'm as bored talking about it as you guys are hearing about it. I promise this is one of the last bits about COVID and lockdown um, that we're going to do probably, hopefully, don't know. We don't know how long this is going to last, right? Might end up doing a load more. Anyway, we also have Chloe from Stripper Stories podcast uh, coming to talk to me about the gentrification of stripping, which was something I thought was super interesting and I've wanted to talk about for ages. So I'm really glad that she came on to chat to me about that. I uh, hope you enjoy it. And yeah, leave us a review. Apparently that's the thing that you do to help podcasts out and we could really use a hand, if I'm honest. Um, getting bloody shadow banned on Instagram and all that, it's really hard for us to get the word out there. Um, so apparently podcast reviews are a thing that help you, you know, promote stuff. So yeah, if you like what we do, please leave us a podcast review. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Maybe you'll see some posts on there, who knows? Um, and yeah, tell a friend, all that good stuff. Thank you and I'll see you in the next one. Love you, bye. Hey Beth. Hey Jerry. How's it going? We're in lockdown again. How are you doing? Oh, we're in lockdown again. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Is this good podcast material? Just <laughs> me. No. No. Another <laughs> lockdown. Yep. Yeah, so as of last night, we have been put into another lockdown. Um, neither of us can remember which number lockdown. It feels like not lockdown 17. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're back in now. So I wanted to get you on so that we could talk about wanking uh and mental health (laughs) so (laughs) you are yeah exactly um so you are a big supporter of solo orgasms and their kind of impact on mental health right i am i've done quite a few articles around um wanking (laughs) never shut up about wanking (laughs) my mom is often complaining how i never seem to write anything she can share on her facebook (laughs) (laughs) yeah how's beth getting on oh she's she works at tesco's (laughs) yeah that's the family story that's my version of the i'm an accountant thing yeah 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 Yeah. i'm a tesco till operator yeah doesn't invite any questions yeah yeah oh cool nice yeah end of conversation yeah (laughs) um so yeah as everybody knows by now um we've been through a few of these lockdowns now um sex toy sales go up um people talking about wanking goes up uh, the amount of hookups and like Tinder and Hinge matches goes down. Um, so yeah. yeah, I think a lot of us are um, turning to a bit of self-love to yes. <laughs> pass the time. Self-love, self-pleasure, yeah. all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's definitely that. Um, there was another article that I wrote that was quite an angry one <laughs> <laughs> for Restless in the first lockdown because I don't know if you remember this, But there was a lot of quite cheap headlines when the first lockdown came in about how we were going to have a baby boom in like the next year and how Brits were basically just like shagging through the apocalypse. (laughs) And I was just really sceptical about it because I was like, I don't think anybody is actually doing that because 
I'd spoke to my friends, I'd looked at my own relationship and everybody else that I knew and was just talking to lots of people and nobody was banging, like even <laughs> with their friends were all too anxious to yeah. um, have sex. Like, yeah, I've said this a million times before, like anxiety and sex are very much interlinked. So yeah, yeah I just wasn't really um, vibing with the whole, we're going to have a baby boom and um mm. Yeah, it just didn't seem right. And I, I interviewed Dr. Karen Gurney about it, who wrote um, Mind the Gap, which is a, oh, yeah. the pleasure gap between yeah. um, the sexes. And she thought it was basically all over the place. And she had interviewed her um, Instagram followers and looked into it and stuff. And yeah, yeah it, was, it was basically the case that everybody individually had had of some sort of sexual reaction to the lockdown. Right. It, yeah. it, there definitely wasn't a clear cut, everybody's shagging, we're going to have a baby boom. It was just cheap journalism um, yeah, based yeah. off the sex toy sales surging. Yeah. I definitely think that's masturbators. That was all the wankers <laughs> scurrying to check out the basket <laughs> that they've been like adding up over the last year. All the sex toys you thought were a bit too expensive, but you just sort of left bookmarked for one yeah. day. I yeah, I think in March everybody just was like, okay, put it on the credit card. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to turn up my uh, wanking game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're, you're definitely right about the whole kind of. Um, uh, it's it's very individual to people. I think everyone's kind of uh, everyone's sort of just gone, you know, outwards with all the different sort of changes they've made. Because um, I know people that have you know got into relationships who never would have gotten into relationships before. I know people yeah. that have been sleeping around loads more in lockdown because they don't have like friends <laughs> that they can hang out with. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I know people that are having no sex at all and they've just completely cut themselves off. And it's kind of weird with, with the whole like like we're definitely not going to get into this, but the whole like lockdown and how how sort of strict everyone is definitely feels like a political thing. Like the kind of thing you don't talk to your friends about because everyone's kind of dealing with it a bit differently, you know, and like the level of anxiety all feeling about you know being in crowds and potentially getting it is is all over the shop it's really hard to gauge like how people feel about it absolutely everyone reacts to stress differently in terms yeah. of like horniness as well like me yeah. personally i become um quite rampant when i'm stressed <laughs> yeah <laughs> i have this awful thing actually well i haven't taken an exam in years but when i was in secondary school i'd always get really horny in exams yeah like in the exact in the actual exam in the actual exam it was like actually horrible i'd be like uncomfortably (laughs) horny because i was stressed and under pressure and it happens all the time on my deadline day for my last um portfolio i needed to hand in at uni i had like seven wanks (laughs) and i i never stopped thinking about that because i scared myself really yeah <laughs> your grade was definitely affected by that by the way yeah I thought about marking like a little asterisk on like each page where I stopped and had like a cry wank crank <laughs> <laughs> but no I left that I didn't think my um, teacher would appreciate it but then yeah. I know people are having like seven a day in lockdown out of pure boredom and stress so that's yeah, some yeah, yeah. people's version of normal but yeah uh, one me, of the one fair. of the on on the like stress wank thing on that topic you've just reminded me one of the first things i ever recorded for this podcast was um i found uh there was there was this like i'll cut a super long story short there was a, a false alarm like nuclear explosion text that got sent out to oh, everyone God. in hawaii they all their phones got sent a text being like incoming nuclear missile or something please seek cover and it's completely yeah. it's it just a malfunction 
Um, and everybody panicked. It was crazy. The streets were like, you know, you know, swarming with people and people were putting their kids in like drains to like try and protect them and shit. Yeah, it's fucked. And then um, another text went out like 15 minutes later saying, sorry, it was all a malfunction. Nothing. Everyone's okay. Um, and then Pornhub's visits like went up like 120% five minutes after the all clear message came out. <laughs> <laughs> which is like I don't know if that counts as a stress wank maybe more just a like relief wank um, oh my god yeah so that's like you say people react to things differently <laughs> stress can power some people's libidos I guess um, oh, yeah wow. I'm the opposite to you if I'm stressed I'm like out I'm like I don't have a penis if I'm stressed it's just <laughs> someone comes and takes it off you yeah 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 it gets put back yeah. on when I calm down <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know a lot of people like that um and it's like partnered solo none of it don't want any of it leave yeah. me alone yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah so we I want to talk about wanking and mental health basically so okay. obviously mental health is a big issue during lockdown uh suicide rates are the highest we've ever seen um when while people are in lockdown um so what do you think about um wanking yourself happy (laughs) (laughs) um i'm a big fan of it um i think it's just a really lovely way to get back in touch with yourself like it doesn't have to be this like seedy creepy like (laughs) nipping off to bed or hiding in the bathroom and having a quick wank away from your partner or family or whatever it it can be a form of intimacy you don't have to seek intimacy from another person and that that concept is mind-blowing for some people because we have all grown up in a society that really wants us to be partnered um everything is literally designed in twos so yeah um it's no surprise that this is a new concept to some people but some of your best intimate experiences will be with yourself um especially if you have any sort of um troubles like sexual trauma or sexual dysfunction or you've just been struggling in that area it's really nice to just check in with yourself in that way and actually if you are someone who has partnered sex um working on your solo sex life will benefit your partnered sex life because of the way you're learning about yourself Uh, Uh, masturbation is proven to make your body confidence better as well because you're like literally having sex with yourself (laughs) (laughs) um you know that's a kind of a weird way of phrasing it but um (laughs) go and fuck yourself means something different to me now yeah yeah they're just telling me to get more body confident that's all they're saying (laughs) absolutely um yeah i've heard loads of people and sex educators and um norms alike (laughs) that that masturbating has helped them with their mental health helped them with their body confidence and you can either just carry on exploring that on your own especially in lockdown when you're not technically allowed to go out and shag although i don't i don't personally judge the people that do yeah yeah And yeah, um, if you are someone who is getting to have partnered sex or looking to have it in lockdown, those moments with yourself will only uh, help your partnered sex uh, Mm. because of the way that you're learning about yourself and bringing up your self-esteem and stuff. And actually, it's I think it's becoming much more recognised as a method of self-care now. Um, yeah towards the end of last year i was invited to this um super drug event that obviously ended up on zoom um, <laughs> <laughs> as all good events did last year zoom, the true winner of this <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah they uh 
they had this um masturbation celebration party <laughs> that i went nice. to okay um and basically they sent us all these parcels and stuff that was just a self-scare self-scare that's not it self-care kit right self-care kit and it had in it all the things you would associate with um self-care it had like vouchers for um counseling it had like green teas face masks it even had like a foot pack for moisturizing your feet and stuff it had all sorts of things in there vitamins but it also had sex toys and had little booklets about masturbation and stuff mm. and over the last year you may have noticed that in places like Boots, um, sex toys have moved into the wellness aisle. Ah, okay. They're kind of hidden. Yeah. Um, but they're now just kind of next to green tea and face masks right. in the huh. wellness section. Yeah. So I think they're being, it's being much more accepted now that masturbation isn't just like a replacement for when you've got nobody to fuck. <laughs> it's, it's completely um, a health thing. It's entirely about wellness or about horniness whichever way it is for you or both yeah. Yeah. but it has so many different health benefits as well me and my old flatmate used to joke about how we were going to write a book on all the different kinds of wank <laughs> and when I actually started delving into sex writing I realized that that is a genuinely serious thing right yeah <laughs> him, him and I always used to joke about how like you can have a sedative wank sometimes you're not horny at all you just want to go to sleep and, like, yeah yeah up. yeah um, because I don't know what that is I'm sure some sex educator would explain it it's probably something to do with dopamine release I imagine but yeah I know that there's a there's a there's a male thing I, I know that um well that's 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 maybe it's like one of those excuses for why guys fall asleep after sex but apparently that's a thing that like we're supposed to once we've ejaculated we're supposed to like recharge so that we can do it again so we immediately like we got I've heard chemicals a very different theory <laughs> <laughs> in in sarah pasco's book animal which i recommend to anybody yeah. who's interested in sex okay. she says that it's like a weird evolutionary theory and they based it on lions <laughs> um, because they're the kings of sex um, oh okay they, right. the reason men fall asleep is so that women can go fuck other people while they're asleep <laughs> <laughs> and then it's supposed to be about sperm selection it's it's so right. that like women can um get as much sperm as they can yeah well that makes sense it makes it sound very dark just going around sleeping with um everyone well, just knock out and then moving on to the yeah yeah well i mean babies need to be made right back then yeah so i guess it makes sense <laughs> i like i like the theory you had about needing yeah to well it, 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 it's still it's still um yeah it's still uh the part about like releasing chemicals that make us go to sleep we'll go with yeah. that that's that's that sounds pretty accurate why we go to sleep we can argue about i don't mind yeah (laughs) yeah it benefits both of us (laughs) absolutely it's it's also supposed to um give you a better quality of sleep as well which i'm also not sure what the science behind that is but Mm. i imagine it's to do with relieved stress because obviously you get endorphins from um masturbating so Mm. in the same way that going for a jog or having like a really great dinner would help you release endorphins (laughs) you'll have a better quality of sleep okay Um, yeah i guess it's the same if you have partnered sex as well Um, yeah you feel in a pretty good mood afterwards and then you probably want a nap yeah um so yeah it really really helps with sleep and i yeah this one's kind of 
um, I don't know how researched this has been. It's particularly, it's not been hugely researched by me, <laughs> but it can also provide pain relief. So yeah, yeah, you can wank a headache away. I know that. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to help you if you've got like a chronic illness or something. It's not the cure for like coronavirus, but. <laughs> You can, but we should we should try, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, we'll spend time trying. We've got nothing yeah. else to do. Um, it probably won't work. But yeah, I know, I, I know that, a few people that have had chronic pain, and they said that wanking helped. Um, it just like momentarily for like an hour, it will, it will reduce the pain. So that's yeah. definitely a thing. Yeah. Yeah, and it definitely works for period pain because yeah. um, I've done it, and I know loads of other people who have wanked when they're just not even in the mood for it because your sex drive does tend to just decrease when you're um on your period yeah but it can also bless away a bit of the period cramps and the headaches that come with it yeah um so yeah there are just so many benefits to masturbating that i i wish everybody would talk about more and especially for men as well i've actually tried to um pitch a few articles around this and it's been really badly um received and i won't mention which publication (laughs) badly received it but um no one seems to care about um sex positivity for men um i don't know if it's because men have been such um shitheads recently (laughs) so they don't want to give them any (laughs) any time (laughs) but yeah i've tried to a couple of times be like you know can we also normalize flashlights as much as we're normalizing rabbits and um yeah yeah uh, vibrators and stuff and can we stop acting like men are really creepy if they sit in their bed wanking all the time because actually yeah. that's fine and probably really good for them. Yeah. Uh, especially teenage boys, I feel there's such a horrible shame stigma around boys like about 14 to 19 being yeah. shamed and uh, even by other people or by themselves for wanking yeah. so much. But it's 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 a good thing for yeah. them to be exploring that. And yeah, definitely. For all the things we just mentioned and just for exploring their own sexuality and stuff, we're also brought on board of that sex positivity and stuff. Because I, I feel like for women, we're getting there. I don't yeah. know if that's because I've created my own echo chamber, but most of the women I know are now are very sex positive. They're losing that kind of shame and instead yeah. embracing liberation and they're proud of their masturbation and all their partnered sex or both. But I just don't see men getting the same support so much. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely a thing being like a, a male in the kind of sex, you know, what's the word? I wouldn't say industry, but like this kind of bubble where I, I meet a lot yeah. of people like yourself. And it's it's very hard to A, find guys that want to talk about it on a podcast and B, people that are like pushing sex positivity for guys. It's really hard. I think it's I think it's just a symptom of, you know, women were suppressed for so long um and now we're trying to balance things and by balancing things we're shouting about you know women loads more as we should um but it means that um the conversation about men isn't as interesting because i think like for a lot of people you know men getting pleasure is like yeah they've had that for you know the last 300 years now let's talk about women's pleasure which is great obviously and that's the way it should be but i think yeah the scales have just sort of gone whoop yeah, everything's been so fixated on men's pleasure. Like the the reason that we don't have any information about how, you know, women's orgasms and women's pleasure works out there. And if we do, it's from the last 10 years is because everybody was just obsessed with men and being able to get their pleasure understood. And that's because of fertility and reproduction, yeah. I guess. Um, 
which is also fishy because um women's orgasms also help reproduction yeah, yeah. whatever that's a whole yeah. other kind of <laughs> but um yeah i i kind of agree um I, th- I think it's probably just that there are more women in the sex positive space um women are obviously going to be championing women and yeah ho- hopefully more men will just sort of join the revolution <laughs> and <laughs> start talking about sex openly like you have well yeah i think we just need to it's not there's no divide there you know i mean i think you know we need to sort of compensate for how long women's orgasms for example have been suppressed um, yeah. i think the conversation can go up you know with all genders you know we don't yeah. have to sort of we don't have to overcompensate by just talking about you know oh let's talk about clits and how they exist um <laughs> and yeah, yeah every, everyone can everyone can go up together in this you know and it's more i think it's more of a we're at a stage now maybe i'm talking like too preemptively you can tell me it's sharp but i feel like we're at a stage now where the female orgasm and like female sexual pleasuring is in quite a good state or at least there's more people talking about it and there's a ton of resources like your articles uh where people can check out um so now like i feel like we're in a good place with that so you know maybe the conversation can open up a bit more and like you know i feel like that too and i think the conversation needs to open up outside of the gender binary as well and i am seeing that start to happen um but they're specifically in lgbt spaces like there are a lot of lgbt who are creating sex toys where none of the marketing is specific to any sort of yeah. gender which is absolutely brilliant there's also loads of amazing sex shops who are creating stuff that doesn't remotely um resemble a genital so like yeah, yeah. just really like very beautiful artistic looking vibrators that don't look remotely like a penis that i yeah. think a lot of people are favoring that kind of thing now but yeah definitely yeah I was at, I was at the um, the sex tech conference, which was on Zoom, as all good conferences were last I year. I missed that. I wanted I to go. Yeah, it was really cool. But that that was one thing that struck me is that ev- every sex toy was this is for penis owners, this is for vagina owners. Like none of them were like very yeah. gendered, um, which I thought was really cool. It is really cool, and it's it's not just for um, LGBT people. Either. Obviously, they can hugely benefit from that and the language around it. But also, when the toys are like less, um, I was going to use the word anthropomorphic. Is that right? That's the thing. Yeah, right. when, they're, when they're less penisy. Let's just say <laughs> that. Um, it can be really helpful for um, like trauma survivors and stuff. Right. Um, yeah. A friend of mine who's also a sex writer, Katie Baskerville, wrote a article for Restless about how toys that didn't look like dicks basically saved her life. Because if you've been in a horrible situation with a penis, you kind of want to avoid them for a little bit. Um, And sex can feel a bit like returning to the scene of a crime. Right. These toys that don't resemble anything. It's just a fun little toy that you can get. I saw one the other day that looked like a duck, like a rubber duck. (laughs) I'm nice. assuming you can use it in a bath. Okay, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, ducks, not ducks. <laughs> rubber dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've had enough rubber dicks. It's time for the rubber ducks. <laughs> um, so I think that it's just playful, isn't it? It's playful, it's sweet, and it removes the idea that this is re- a replacement for a person because that's not what masturbation is about. Yeah. It's about everything we just listed yeah exactly masturbation isn't because you can't have sex it's another thing that you do it's self-love it it sounds cliche but it truly is self-love you're giving yourself pain relief giving yourself confidence giving yourself an orgasm i don't 
personally think that orgasm should be um, the aim of every single session of sex you have, whether that's yeah. yourself or a person. But it's always nice if one cracks up, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. totally for masturbating if it wasn't clear. <laughs> so, so you're saying we should masturbate? It's not shameful. You know it? what? No. <laughs> Actually, I've changed my mind. <laughs> Just now, I've had a complete change of <laughs> No, I'm saying we wank our way through this. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a keep calm and carry on something in there. Yeah, you know? yeah. Keep, keep calm and... No, I can't come, do it. Come on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I do like your go fuck yourself that you said earlier. Yeah. We could just have that, but as the keep calm and carry on. Yeah, keep calm and go yeah. fuck yourself. Yeah. That's the let's talk about sex Jamie merch coming <laughs> soon. Hey Chloe. Hey Jamie. How's it going? Yeah, good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. Amazing. I'm excited. I'm yeah, excited. Me too. So you have your own uh podcast, don't you? Yes, I do. Can you tell us about it real quick? <laughs> yeah, it was um initially because of lockdown and I was like, I was a stripper pre-COVID and obviously now I'm a cam girl so we've got like loads of customer stories that you want to just get out there me and my stripper friends so we just decided to put it into a podcast and it's just kind of just evolved from there like rolling of like stripper stories then it can be talking about like the Kama Sutra one day and like (laughs) your anus the other day and then it's you know it's very like it's very different every week but yeah yeah, I'm really enjoying it and uh there's a lot of filth a lot of anal (laughs) a lot of filth so yeah I'm really enjoying it nice cool Mm -hmm. um yeah I've been enjoying it too I've been listening to it all morning um so I've been super excited to get you on um the one thing that you mentioned wanting to talk about that really kind of uh struck a chord with me was the gentrification of stripping Mm -hmm. now let's get into that tell me about that well I mean it is kind of what it says on the tin it's more like Everybody wants to date a stripper, <laughs> but only when you're fucking her in the ass like one night a week. <laughs> no one really wants to like have a girlfriend who's a stripper. It's like, right. oh, no, I couldn't, you know, I definitely couldn't take her home to my parents. Is that the sort of job yeah. that she does? Um, and it's kind of like all those songs you've ever heard any person sing about strippers, 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 this. Now it's becoming more fashionable to actually work in the sex industry. Lots yeah. of like muggles. <laughs> like Bella Thorne and people who have no links to the sex industry at yeah. all are like, okay, I'm going to dip my little toe in. I'm going to dip my little dick yeah. in. I'm going to try it out. Yeah. And it's basically fucking with the rest of us. Not always. I mean, people like Cardi B, she's an ex-stripper. She's really like putting out there that it's okay to have had so many different types of jobs in your life. You know, she did yeah. the Hustlers movie, which is like Jennifer Lopez playing a stripper. Yeah. Like back in the day, people wouldn't be doing that. Um, mm. It would be, it's a much more underground kind of not talked about job. It's becoming this kind of fashion. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm kind of down for it. Hollywood is very like, it's kind of glamorizing it to be this kind of, independent woman making her own money you know in the world yeah and I kind of I'm kind of down for it once mm. while it's being used in a kind of uh, in the right way like only fans and Bella Thorne and things like that that you know we hear about in the media like yeah we should quickly cover Bella Thorne I'm sat here like clenching my teeth at the mention of this you should quickly fill us in on what if anyone doesn't know what's Bella Thorne done recently well I mean it wasn't recently it was a while back but people are still fucking talking about it <laughs> especially me I'm like oh, how could that happen um I mean it's about scantily clad women on Instagram 
saying, oh, okay, now this, there's this kind of platform only fans. Let's put our content on there that we can't put on Instagram because it's obviously super, super strict on there. As we all fucking know, I get yeah. threatened to be shut down three times a week for putting yeah, like, same. you know, a side tit and you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a lot. So, um, she decided to put her content on OnlyFans saying to the, her, I guess her fans, if you want to see me with my pussy out, come and like subscribe to my OnlyFans. Yeah. Everybody goes, oh yeah, I love her Instagram. It's proper mental and slutty. Let's go see her on OnlyFans. <laughs> okay. yeah. But her, her, I mean, she charged a lot of money for people to subscribe to her platform yeah. and she didn't really give them what she promised. It was like over-promising, under-delivering and it was super yeah. sad and it basically shat on all the other sex workers working on the platform. They changed the platform rules. People were asking for chargebacks. It was a lot. So now OnlyFans is basically a completely different platform than it was because of a muggle trying to research a movie role, which is basically her excuse, and right. you know trying to make a bit more money in Corona, which we yeah. all want to do. Yeah. You know, stepping on other people's faces, pussies, yeah. whatever, to do it. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, a lot. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Not down for it. Not down for it. No, that is a bad example of this stuff. But yeah, yeah. so back to the gentrification stuff. Yeah. So yeah, you think you think that stripping in general is becoming more fashionable, more accepted, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think so. And especially after movies like Hustlers and, you know, I went to the movies and saw it and I was expecting just loads of strippers going, oh my God, what the fuck? Like, it was actually like families and other people like that who are interested it's seeing Jennifer Lopez playing a stripper and then yeah. actually really understanding what it was like. It's very okay. accurate. I've not seen it. Yeah. Is it a good portrayal? Should I watch yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Watch it. It's All good. Right. I'll add it to was the interesting. hundred percent. Mm -hmm. okay. But yeah, fashionable strippers. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely down for it. Hopefully it will, it'll come part and parcel with having the sex conversation being more, more, uh, you know, popular let's fucking yeah. talk about sex more let's talk about stripping let's talk about all these underground things that people aren't talking about now yeah. in 2020 2021 where covid is becoming this this thing you know that's a bigger problem let's talk yeah. about sex it's not a big problem you know yeah, yeah, having yeah. the balance there is is a lot more you know yeah um, definitely transparent do you, think that, do you think that a part of um of making stripping sort of more accepted is this kind of boom in camming and only fans in recent years yeah that's part it's like, of it yeah like any girl can do it kind of thing yeah um and yeah, I'm down for that too. OnlyFans is a lot of fucking work. If a girl out there is listening to this thinking they can just star on OnlyFans and make thousands of pounds, it's just absolutely not the case. It, it, it does take work, you know, like being a good stripper, it does take work. You know, you really do have to try to be, you know, you can't just be drinking every night and, you know, they'd be there for the party. You actually have to use your body as work, you know? So um, that's one thing they don't really teach you when girls walk into the strip club thinking they can just, try it out for a night and stay there you know they right. kind of come and come and go but really yeah yeah i mean but then some people stick at it they never thought they would like enjoy it lots of doctors that i know who are like putting themselves through medical school yeah come to the strip club three nights a week and now they're just doing it like they're just doing camming now for instance couldn't all like the side of their nhs job right now yeah. in covid they're yeah. cameras and doctors at the same yeah. time it's like yeah great it's a great thing to do yeah um yeah and it opens you up to like a lot of different types of kinks and right yeah customers and people so yeah for me it was a super super great thing to do yeah so you, would you encourage someone who like might be interested in in trying it out or would you say that like it's a it's a proper thing you have to step into you can't just yeah like you say show up on one night and try out uh stripping or camming uh let's start with stripping stripping oh i don't know 
oh, it feels like such a long time ago since I was in the strip club. It's like, yeah. I don't remember myself literally putting on those <laughs> shoes anymore, like putting the shoes on now. I don't think I could do it, like yeah. walking around all night. But um, I think, yeah, try it. Why not? Like, fuck's sake. We're women. It's like the oldest profession in the world being a sex worker, selling sex is the oldest profession in the world. So just yeah. fucking just have a go. I mean, I yeah, think yeah. a lot more people than you would think have actually dipped their toe in at one point or another in their lives just to yeah. either see how it is or when they're like on hard times or whatever. So yeah, I yeah. definitely would say yes to stripping. Camming is another thing. Okay. Tell us about camming then. If someone's interested, this is this is a good time to talk about this, right? Because everyone's locked yeah. inside and camming yeah. could be like on a lot of people's minds. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you need to have someone who's doing it to give you some tips. It's not the sort of thing you can just turn up and do. I mean, the profile itself and where to work, there's so many places you can work online and how much money they take, the commission, where to get paid from. It's just, it is quite a complicated complicated system. Sorry, I haven't had a coffee yeah. yet. <laughs> coffee um, or a tequila. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think a lot of my muggle friends have asked me to help them get into it. And I would be like down for that. If you think you can just walk straight into a campsite and work that day and just make money, it's really tough, especially right. now because it's so overly saturated with people on there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's tough being a camera, I would say right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's probably like a lot more people doing it as well, right? Like I say, people were locked inside. Um, yeah. I know that I know that during the first lockdown, it might not be the case now, but I know that during the first lockdown, campsite visitors went down a bit, um, and people sort of uh, thought that maybe that's because they're spending, you know, they're locked inside with their families. They're not like they don't get much alone time. They're there with like their wife and kids, so they can't go onto campsites as much. So they find places to hide. They <laughs> do. I've literally seen the most like mental shit the last couple of weeks of people really? just like finding places like in the bathroom, and then you get uh, like you know he's there on the toilet like with his dick out, and his wife's <laughs> like, Dennis, Dennis, what are you doing? <laughs> Are you wanking again on the toilet? I told you, not while the kids are in the house. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, so yeah. Dennis has been caught a few times. Or like, okay. yeah, it's, it's, or they'll be like wanking in the same room as their partner. Oh God. Or, How do does that, that feel? If you're coming for someone like that then, how does that feel? I've literally learned to decompartmentalize my brain. I'm like, this is not someone I am dating. I just have to play the role. And I think... That's another thing about coming. You can't judge people. Like I'm not here to judge you about your choices of when you wank and how you wank. And if you slate your girlfriend or don't or cheat on your wife or don't, like that's not my place. My place is to be the camera and like separate yourself from that. I think that's yeah. the way you can actually earn the most money. Yeah. People who get a bit personal about it, it's not personal. It's not your problem. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. um, as long as it's, you know, for me, I think it's a very different thing entirely if you were cheating or doing something in person it's a camera there's only so far you can kind of go um yeah, that's yeah. kind of what keeps me like sane <laughs> you yeah. know I, it is a fantasy it's not real yeah, yeah. you know whereas if i was like fucking someone's husband and knowing about it in corona that would give me you know sleepless nights i'm not like an absolute yeah, yeah. <laughs> mental fucking arsehole so yeah 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 um, so yeah, yeah, I've I've discovered there's a lot of fucking sneaky ways you can get your dick out, especially when there's family around. Wow, there you go. There's a lot, yeah. Creativity of humanity is endless, I guess. Let's look on the internet. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Okay, cool. So where can people go to find you and your podcast and your stories? 
Um, it is Stripper Stories Podcast on Instagram and we've got stripperstories.com as well. So you can have a little look on there. Nice. There's lots of things on there. Lots of, yeah, nakedness. So check it out. <laughs> nakedness on the internet? Let as much as you can fucking go without having an OnlyFans. Yes. Yeah. Lots of side tit. <laughs> Hello everyone, it's me, Jamie, and I've got an important announcement to make, alright? This podcast is now sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, anyone who's been listening to the podcast for the last however long it's been, knows that I've been shouting about this company for years, since day one. One of our first episodes was a counselling session with me and my counsellor from BetterHelp, um, and I've been on it for years now probably like coming up to like four years i think maybe five years i've been on it um getting counseling um on a weekly basis and i love it um and yeah it's really it's really nice it's a bit like tinder for therapists you, you put in like your problems <laughs> the things that you want to talk to someone about and then it comes up with all these different counselors who um specialize in that area and you can kind of read a little bio and like read their reviews and stuff and pick which ones for you that's really cool i've gone through like probably probably about 14 counselors in my time on better help for me living in London especially um, I think it's the same for like most major cities out there therapy in-person therapy is really expensive um, this gives you that but you know at the kind of whenever you want to do it it's all online and you can do like you know video voice or text chat um, and it's way cheaper than seeing someone in person so um, yeah it's actual proper like therapy uh, online securely online um, yeah, I send messages at all, at all points in, in the day and night um, it's pretty good for that you can also um, mark them as urgent, which is quite nice. I think a lot of people, when they think about online counselling, they kind of think, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, it's like a bit of a distance. Like you're not completely like fully in touch with your counsellor. But um, I think, you know, with it being online, you're more in touch with them and you can mark messages as urgent if you want like a, a quicker response. So they are sponsoring this podcast now, which is cool, which means we have a discount link. Um, you get 10% off if you go to betterhelp.com forward slash. Let's talk about sex, Jamie. There's a link in the bio. And yeah, love you. Bye.